Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. On today's episode, just me and me only, that would be Jeremy, but that's alright. Sometimes Wade and, uh, and my uh, schedule doesn't line up, so we gotta do these solo episodes. Uh, and that is the case this time. So, before I get started though, if you want to check us out on social media, run over to Instagram, at UpTheCreekPod, and on Twitter, at UpTheCreek11. We're pretty active on both of those. I take care of the Instagram, and Wade takes care of the Twitter um, on today's episode, we're going to discuss uh, nose-only COVID masks, Kamala Harris and Bill Clinton discussing, or sorry, they discuss empowering women, uh, reparations in Oakland, California, and a child tax credit. So, without any further delay, let's get going. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. <laughs> Because they raping everybody out here. Should a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a Nazi wedding cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, saw, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how right. about that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of uh, women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got taco blood, man. Streaming stuff going on on the, the, on the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. Okay, before uh, before I talk about the main topics, or something came up today at work, actually yesterday at work. Uh, so recently, the county I live in, Sedgwick County, they uh, they canceled their mask mandate and health order. They they held their little deal. Um, they all voted, you know, okay, don't renew it, blah, blah, blah. So, cool. Uh, during that, they also talked about uh, rolling to phase five and uh, phase five of the vaccines, uh, ad- administering them or, you know, getting them out to the people. And uh, that didn't, uh, they, they, they didn't vote on that one right away. But... The big thing is they got rid of the mask mandate, and that's cool. Now businesses have their own right to enforce it if they want. But people are actually complaining about that, saying they shouldn't have done it. And this is, you know, I don't really get this, because I guess there's so many people out there that really just need their hand held, and, and they don't want to make decisions on their own. So they're they're mad because somebody's not telling them what to do instead of saying, hey, just make the decision on your own. People don't like to take personal responsibility for their own decisions. And, you know, if something goes wrong, well, then, then, then you know, if someone's making decisions for them, they're, then they don't have to worry about it. You know, well, it's not my fault when something went wrong, they have something to blame. You know, I tell this to my guys at work all the time. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a micromanager. You guys are the experts on the floor. You guys do the jobs every day. Here's the work I need done. You guys come up with a plan on how to get it done. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and get into fine details because that's not my job. And, 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 I, and, you know, people that micromanage are just, they just drive me nuts. And, you know, but that's, that's what people want in life. They want so many people to just come at them and, and, you know, here's what you need to do. Here's the rules. Do this. Do this. No, 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 take no personal responsibility. Don't think for yourselves. We'll do all the thanking for you. Okay, thank thank you. That way, when it's all said and done, something goes awry, you know, those people can play the victim. So it's just, uh, 
it, it, it's it's a wild wild time we're living in and then you know a lot of people are saying well the state the, the, the state has still has their mask mandate and that trumps the county that supersedes the county and and, and actually it does not see a lot of people think that the federal government they create a law they, they pass a law pass a bill that becomes a law sorry and uh, and that that supersedes everything when in fact this uh this country is the exact opposite the local level the local level is actually has more power than the the county the, the city has more power than the county the county has more power than the state the state has more power than the federal government and that's how it's designed because just because you know you got a federal government that's in charge of 330 million people and I shouldn't even say that they're not in charge of us that I, and and, I, and you know what and maybe that's a big problem because a lot of people do think that they that they are in charge of us but so back back to the uh, back to the mask mandate. Um, no, no. The, the, if the state just says we're going to go in and we're going to and, and and we're going to enforce it, and they're going to send someone in to enforce the mask mandate in this county here, then the local elected sheriff it is his sworn duty to arrest those people. Hey, you have no jurisdiction here to come and do that. You don't have that power because. You know, uh, let's think of it like the medical marijuana or, or marijuana, like in Colorado or California, all these other states that that uh, that legalized it, you know, years ago and stuff. Um, you know, yeah, marijuana is legal federally. But when Cal when Colorado did it back like 10 years ago, they kind of said, you know, fuck off with all that. We're going to legalize it. Well, the, 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 if the feds came into Colorado and started arresting people. Then that that it would be that state's duty to take care of those people and put those people away. Hey, you have no rights to come into my state. That's 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 the beauty, you know. the The federal government can make all these laws all they want, but when it comes down to the local level, they can change it. There are actually towns out there and cities out there, smaller cities that are legalizing marijuana in their city only in states that marijuana is not illegal. Is not legal. Sorry. Um, and that's beautiful because those towns have that right. And if somebody comes in from the state level and tries to arrest someone in those towns, like I said, it is, uh, it's the job of those police officers of that town or even maybe that county if they're on the same page as that town to put those people away. So I guess a little refresher in, in, in how that shit works it just kind of boggles my mind when everybody always thinks that like the higher levels in charge. Because, like I said, this—that's not how this country—that's not how this country was designed. It's—it uh, makes more sense the other way. The local level has more power than the higher level because when the higher level carries all the power, then you just have an autocracy, and you might as well, you know, worship the crown. So, anyways, on to the next subject for today, and and this is really one of the the the. I don't even know, like, what kind of world are we living in now? But researchers in Mexico, they have created nose-only COVID masks to use while you're eating and drinking. I just want you to, to percolate on that for just a second. A nose-only COVID mask. As if walking into a restaurant with a mask on, getting seated, and then immediately being able to take your mask off wasn't bad enough. I mean, let's just think about that for a second, too. You know, obviously, you can only spread COVID when you walk into the restaurant and when you're walking around. But as soon as you sit down, you're able to take that mask off. Because when you're, when you're eating and drinking or when you're sitting, then, you know, COVID doesn't spread. 
I just don't understand this. You know, because I guess breathing out of your mouth doesn't spread the virus, but breathing out of your nose does. But only while you're eating. You know, I think these quote-unquote scientists, they can literally tell people anything and they will do it. Um, you know, because uh, because research. And, and, and people are like, well, it's the science. you got to trust the science. Well, just, you know, let, let, let's just think about this for a second. Lobbyists, we know lobbyists, they pretty much control the government. These big corporations, they give these uh, these politicians, you know, they give them here, here's some money for your campaign, here's a little extra to pad your pocket, but you know, when the time comes, you better do what's right for us. So, most scientific research is funded by the government. Okay, now just think about that for a second. Most scientific research is funded by the government. Yeah, there are there are private parties, usually big corporations, and well, guess what? <laughs> so... Do you really think that the government would fund research that didn't give them the results they want? Now, now think about that for a second. Also, I don't mean, um, I don't, I don't mean when I when I say that that the government is is saying, hey, here's the results we want. Go get the results we want. No, no, it's hey, this study is study. Well, these this group of scientists they are studying this. And this is probably what the outcome is going to be, what they're kind of thinking. They're not going to go dump their money into research that doesn't give them the answers they want. Those, those studies don't get published. Those studies don't get the funding they deserve. So, you know, people are thinking, oh, you're just crazy conspiracy theory stuff. But think about this. You know, the sugar industry lobbyists, they manipulated research, you know, way back, way back in the day, uh, in the 50s, 60s, 70s. And that's when we went through that huge diet food craze, you know. Fat was the worst thing, you know, sugar's okay, diet this, diet that, diet pop, fat-free this, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, and, you know, now with today's, you know, nutritionists and experts and, and all that and, and health and stuff like that, you know, the ketogenic diet is the exact opposite. Of fat's actually good for you. Quit eating simple carbs and simple sugars. Um, You know, it's... but. With some money, these industries did this. So take that same kind of example and put it towards COVID-19. Do you really think that they're going to fund research and studies that give them the results that they don't want? And no, it's not going to happen. You know, people are being lied to. The media, everything is manipulating people. Um, and, and, and people quit critical thinking. People quit critical thinking. I don't know how many times I could say that. Like... We are lacking that in this country huge. So many people, they just, they, they believe, you know, well, I saw it on TV. You know, it's funny because the, the, this boomer generation and stuff, and even Gen Z, they're like, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Well, hey, fucker, don't believe everything you see on TV. The other day, I at a, at a local, local hardware store here in the town I live in, I went into it. I got some stuff for some painting because I was repainting my porch. I walked out. There was an old older man at the door on the outside. I kind of, you know, opened the door slowly. Hey, excuse me, sir. And he looked at me and he said, you don't have to wear a mask in there. And uh, I said, nope, you sure don't. And he said, that's not what the sign says on the door. Now, there's there's two things that could have happened here. He, he could have meant, hey, this business... They have a sign on the door that says wear a mask. I wasn't following the rules. Frankly, I don't give a fuck. But also, there, there's just so much of this. Well, well first, there, there's so many businesses out there that they only put those signs up because they were told to do so. 
when really businesses should have gave everybody the big middle finger and said, no, I'm going to exercise my rights. You can't mandate me to do something like this. You know, something that has has no evidence to back up that they even working. In fact, when mask mandates became things in many, many, many uh, states and big cities and stuff, the, the results were the exact opposite of saving lives. Uh, and, and the information's out there. Uh, you know, I recommend going to TomWoods.com, and he has all kinds of stuff on these COVID-19 graphs, the, the ones that the media doesn't want you to see, you know, but instead the media puts this stuff out. People like Dr. Anthony Fauci, they put all this crap out, you know, that, well, you you, you, you got to listen to the research and, you know, one minute Fauci's for mask, next, next minute Fauci's not for mask. That dude, he goes with other political flow is, is, is sounding good for the day. He, he's a fucking hack. And, 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 you know, the media, they just do whatever they can to get click clicks and get views. So you got all these older folk and even younger folk even that, that well, I saw, you know, the, the media said this and I, you know, I got to believe them because they would never lie to us. You know, thank for yourself. You know, go do some research for yourself. With the with the creation of the internet, information is so readily available. Yeah, sometimes you got to go dig for it, but it's out there. Um, anyway, on to the next topic. So this one is actually just even. I don't. I don't know if it's more mind blowing than the first one or not. But of all people, Bill Clinton and then Kamala Harris were dis- they, they had a we- uh, webcast where they discussed empowering women. Yes, Bill Clinton, the man who has had four sexual assault allegations against him, and he's and he's cheated on old Hillary two times. He he, he was having a, uh, a a webcast talking about empowering women, and you know even uh, Kamala Harris, she said it was a true honor to have to join the discussion with Bill Clinton. Her, her actually her a quote true honor. She said that. Um, you know, the man that abused his power to take advantage of a poor little intern and get a blowjob underneath the uh, Oval Office desk or whatever. <sighs> yeah, that guy's going to discuss empowering women. And these uh, all four of the women that uh, accused him of rape back in the day, they all took to Twitter and they, 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 they went off on the guy. And rightfully so, they definitely should have. But, you know... I just don't get liberal hypocrisy. Like, and I know the right wing is is definitely guilty of that too, but the the left wing it just seems to be so bad. I mean, the Me Too movement was huge and it was going after people just like Bill Clinton, but because Bill Clinton holds a position of power, you know, and he's he's pretty protected, you know, Bill Clinton stuff got kind of ignored. His allegations are old. They don't really matter. You know, that guy's a freak, you know, with the Jeffrey Epstein stuff and the Prince Andrew and the women that have come out and said that he, he's, he's, he's sexually assaulted, raped, had sex with them underage, all of that crap. And this is the guy that we're going to listen to on empowering women. I mean, who, who set, whoever set this up is either a, a, a an idiot, uh, blind to anything that's happened in recent years or just another sick individual like Bill Clinton himself. I just, you know, how much farther up the creek can we paddle when you've got people like Bill Clinton giving or giving discussions on empowering women? So, and on to the next one. So this is, uh, this is reparations in Oakland, California. Oakland, California recently put out a thing that said they were going to give their black residents who were un- in 
you know, under the poverty line, $500 a month. So th- this one is just juicy as shit. Um, so, you know, it's kind of, there, I, I, there's multiple things about this one that, that just kind of just get me right off, right off the bat. So one, they're only given black people reparations. You know, basically money. So one, poverty knows no color. I, I grew up very poor. I've mentioned on the show before. You know, I'm talking very, very poor. You know, no electricity, no running water. Uh, going, you know, a, a day without food. Going maybe a couple days without food so dad could get some beer. I mean, I very poor. I know how it feels. Uh, never having new clothes, holes in your pants. I mean, you know, just wearing stuff too small or too big. You know. So anyway, one, it's kind of just racist to assume that only black people are poor. And, you know, it's really funny because Democrats are so guilty of this. Biden has said it before. Many other Democrats have said it before. You know, the, you know, something about the, 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 the poor, uh, the poor kids and then the white kids, I think Biden said on, on national television and people, the, 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 sorry, the left just completely ignored it. Uh, okay. Um, also, this is just going to continue to drive a wedge. Like, if you don't think there's racial tensions now, just imagine once you start only giving one side $500 a month. Just imagine what that's going to do. That's going to make those poor white people hate those poor black people even more. And then, you know, what about the Mexican and the Asian? And Because just, you know, like I said a second ago, poverty knows no skin color. People are poor. It's just people. So if you're going to give money to people, maybe quit making it a race thing and just give money to people. So... Also, but that brings to the next thing. Um, if you really want to help people out, this is a message to the mayor or whoever of, of, of Oakland, California. If you really want to help people out, quit giving them government assistance with no end in sight. That is the biggest problem with government assistance. There is no end in sight that can keep getting it. If you really want to to help these people climb out of poverty, then give them some sort of grant or some sort of loan they don't have to pay back or or, or a loan that has 0% interest and you pay back and over like the course of like 50 years. Um, you know, that, that, that will help them start a business or something that will help them to start building generational wealth and help them and their family climb out of poverty. But, you know, with again, you give them no incentive. They're going to get free money each month. They're going to rely on that money. So they're going to stay exactly where they're at. And, and the thing is, guys, Democrats actually know this. They're not stupid people. They know that those that they give that money to those people. They're continue. They're going to continue to buy that vote from those people. They're going to continue to keep those people exactly where they're at because there's no end in sight. They're always going to get that money. If you say, "Hey, we're going to give you this money from this day to this day," and you here's the stipulations: you need to do this and do this and do this and do this, and then people would actually start doing something. But when they ha- actually ha- do not have to work. And they just get the money. That is a huge problem. And that is that is, that is the problem with socialism. Because if there's no incentive, the human that's how just how the human psyche works. I, I I don't understand how people do not get this. If you just keep giving people money and there's no incentive, pretty soon everybody becomes lazy as fuck. And then you have nobody working, and then eventually no one to pay everybody. So this also segues into the next uh the next topic, and uh, it, it has to do with the child tax credit, basically, or universal basic income. So, with the new COVID thing, they're doing um, 
the, the, for children under six years old, you'll get $3,600 per child. And, uh, you know, for children over six, it's, it's 3000. And, and then at, at a certain age, it, it goes even smaller up until they're 18. And basically how the, how the government said they wanted to do it was they're, they're, they're going to split those, that $3,600 up or, or 3000 into monthly payments. So if you have a, a kid who's under six, you're going to get $300 a month. And, uh, you know, there's a, I, I take a few things away from this. So one, it's like the government knows what's best for everybody. Like, no, no, you can't be trusted with this lump sum. So we're, we're going to, we're going to divide it up into equal payments and, and, and just give you a little bit each month because you'll just go out and blow that lump sum. It's almost like a parent and their, and their kids allowance, you know, don't think for yourself. Remember, we, and it's true. Critical thinking is dead in this country. So, you know, we, we know what's best. You just sit back, let us do the thinking. We'll hold your hand through this. But again, you're now giving people $300 a month or, you know, let's say a person has three kids. That's 900 bucks a month. I have a friend who is a, he works his ass off, hard worker, goes to work every day, hardly ever misses work. You know, he actually worked for me for about five years. So I know, I know for a fact, he hardly ever misses work unless it's pre pre-planned vacation. Now, him and mama, they like to get down. So he has seven kids. There's nothing wrong with that. He likes a big family. But, you know, if his, and not all of his kids are under, uh, you know, six years old, but, um, this dude, he's gonna he's gonna walk away with a giant chunk of money each month. He it's basically he's gonna have a mortgage payment. He can go out and he can now buy a house with how much money he's gonna get from the government. And this is and yeah, they say this is just a COVID thing. Oh oh don't do not think for once that that the Democrats aren't gonna pass something else and this just becomes the standard. Well, instead of the child tax credit you get every year during your taxes, we're going to, we know it's best for you. Remember, we're going to hold your hand through this. You cannot be responsible. So we're just going to go ahead and give you that money every month instead, you know, of just the lump sum you get on your, on your, on your taxes. And we won't even go down the, you know, the path that we don't have the money to afford to do this in the first place. But anyways, um, but it's, it, it, it just keeps people right where they're at. It keeps, you know, it, it's the same thing with the reparations. You know, it, without incentive, it will never, ever work out. And then it just becomes money that's guaranteed and you don't have to work for it. And this is socialism. This keeps the people where you want it. You're buying the vote. Um, you know, I've used this example before on the show, but let's say you have a tribe of 50 people. Uh, okay, you might be able to get socialism or communism or something or whatever to work. Uh but here's what happens. Joe over here, you know, man, I just really don't feel like going into work today. You know, I just, ugh, it kind of sucks. And we've all been there, right? You know, but in a, in a socialist society, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, everybody's supposed to put their own piece in, right? Hey, you do this, you do this, you do this, no matter what the work is, no matter, you, you know, everybody gets the same outcome, everybody's equal, classless society, there's no upper class, there's no lower class. That's why I say a tribe of 50 people. So, old Joe over here, I'm just going to take the day off. I just don't really feel like doing it. Okay, all right, no harm, no foul. Everybody feels like that every once in a while, right? Well, then Steve over here, he's like, hey, what the fuck, man? He goes, I know, I was with Joe last night, and he's not sick. We were hanging out after work. Everything's fine. That's fucking horseshit. So now, we all got to pick up his slack? 
Oh, come on. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to call in too. All right, cool. No harm, no foul. Two people out of 50. That's not bad, right? What happens a couple days from then when that word, that word gets spread? Because, you know, people can't keep secrets. And then, you know, three or four other people find out about it. And they're like, well, you know what? Fuck that. I'm over here working my ass off. And, you know, let's say some guy's working in the fields. There has to be a farmer to provide for the society so you can have food, right? He's working his ass off. And Joe, all he does is finance or something. And Steve, he just, you know, he works indoors too. So pretty soon you have enough people who are just like, you know what? Fuck this. I have to put in harder work. I don't get any extra incentive because that's how the human psyche works. We do things for something, even if it's something as little as a feeling that makes you feel good. When when so-and-so donates to charity and they just feel good for doing that, that is the incentive. That's how the human psyche works. So pretty soon you have enough people and they're like, ah, to hell with this. I'm going to take the day off because everybody can take the day off. Then guess what? Stuff quits getting produced. Then you have less and less people producing. Everything collapses. That's how socialism works. It will never, ever work. Maybe to try but 50 people, you might be able to get it to work. Everybody everybody agrees on when when the age of start working is and when the age where you get to quit working is. And, and that's just a thing. And these are the working hours and stuff like that. Everybody always wants to compare, uh, you know, Norway and uh, and Denmark and Sweden and all these European countries. And they want to they want to say things like, well, you know, they're socialist countries and they have they have this and they have this. And if you're if you know for maternity leave, you get this and this and you know. Well, first of all, they're not socialist countries. They're still democracies. They just have a very 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 generous welfare state. And, and, you know, you can get away with that on a much smaller uh, country. D- Denmark, for example, has a population of like 5 million. The United States has a population of 330 million people. It's almost like the founding fathers are smart enough to realize that collectivism on a mass scale like that doesn't work. And it, and, it, and it doesn't. That's why they decided to create 50 individual countries, almost like 50 individual states. And I've said this a thousand times, but it, it's it's just so damn true. These guys weren't these guys were smarter than what we give them credit for. They they, they foresaw things that we would have no idea would be possible or happen in this country. That's why we got 50 states. If you want to live in a society where everybody helps each other and they provide and there's no incentive to get ahead no matter how hard you work or what degrees or accolades you hold, move to California. Let's see how well it works out for you. You know, I, I used to know a guy where he and he is a school teacher and he told me that he believes everybody should get the same amount of money every month no matter what, no matter what you do. You know, and I looked at him I said, "Really, man?" I said, "So, I said, you went to school and you got a master's degree, right?" He's like, yeah, I do. And I said, well, I I didn't go to school. I have no degree. I just, you know, work my ass off and I make a lot of money. I said, so it's fair for you to go put in all that extra work and go get all that extra schooling and you should get paid or I should get paid the same amount as you. And and I didn't do any of that. He looked at me kind of funny. He's like, huh? Well, I guess I never thought about it like that. Yeah. You guys never, ever think about it like that. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed this quick episode. Uh, probably start trying to do a few more of these. That kind of was the intention when we started the podcast was we were going to have kind of random episodes with just us. 
and then we would get together, and then we would do longer episodes. So, uh, anyways, like I said at the beginning of the episode, if you're wanting a little more content, just you know, to to interact with us more, head over to Instagram at Up the Creek Pod. And Twitter at Up the Creek Eleven. Uh, we used to have a YouTube. We got kicked off that. Don't have a Facebook anymore. We got kicked off that too. So let's see how long we can stay on these platforms. Um, yeah, you guys know what the censorship and how that goes these days. It's, it's not that hard to get kicked off these platforms when you have an opinion other than the liberal left. So, anyways, folks, have yourself a wonderful day. Bye bye.